Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Believe. I am Onyx Stone. Thank you so much for joining me. We are beginning a new week. I hope everyone has had a wonderful weekend and as wonderful as you were able to make it. Um, But I hope you had a good weekend and you and your families were able to stay safe as areas of our nation begin to open back up. That's fine. Just remember to practice wisdom, common sense, good hygiene, and listening skills, and we will all be fine. That I've determined there is a pandemic behavior, and um, people's pandemic behavior is very evident about what they think about, how they feel about themselves. And really, post-pandemic behavior is going to have to be 10 times greater than pre-pandemic behavior because um, people are selfish, they are unthoughtful, they are uncaring, and they are unkind. They're all these things. I can't be responsible for anyone else other than myself just by doing my part, practicing good hygiene, meaning washing my hands when soap is not available, using hand sanitizer, and um, wearing a mask while out in public, and staying in Staying away from people. And if we are around people, um, keeping that physical, physical distance. So um, as your cities and your towns and your states and the world begins to open back up, um, just stay safe. If you stay safe, you have done your part. Uh, We're going to continue with the ABCs of healing and wholeness. We are up to letter M. So today, We're going M-N-O-P-Q-N-R. I want to finish it up um, S through Z, hopefully um, at the end of this week, because next week I have this burning topic that I want to talk to you all about. Oh my God, it's just, it's been on my heart. It's been on my mind and we're going to talk about it, but we are going to finish our ABCs. So for M... Meditate. Meditation is the act of, think of it as um, chewing your food and really savoring the flavors and the taste of your food. Um, so in the pandemic, I've been doing a lot of cooking, some of it unnecessary. <laughs> but but one of the things that I wanted to practice was learning how to make a good steak. I love a good steak. And um, I was always messing up steaks. And I just kept thinking, I- I'm doing something wrong. Like, it doesn't seem that hard to make a steak. It shouldn't be this hard. And so um, a few weeks ago, I got a porterhouse. Now, I'm not going to tell you what it tastes like right away, but oh my God, I watched several videos on how to sear. You want to get the perfect sear in your cast iron skillet and, you know, all of these things and the basting and the oven and, you know, the garlic and your fresh herbs, all these things that go in into making the steak. Why? So you can get that rich flavor um, and, and really it, it, it marinates it in a way, all of the flavors, right? They say you can you cannot over salt a steak. So you salt it, has to be room temperature, goes into a, a hot hot skillet um in, in your oil or your butter and 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 as it's cooking, then you add some garlic, some more butter, 
I used some fresh, uh, I had rosemary, I think. And then you baste it. And it's, 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 it's marinating the steak in a way that is bringing out the flavor of the meat because that's what you want to taste. That's what meditation is going to do to our life. It's going to, we want to taste our lives. We want to taste our experiences. We want to taste the things that we're going through. And so much is going on that sometimes, listen, I'm so overwhelmed with so many different things. You don't really have the time to pause, think and reflect. These are things we should all be doing, but there's always so much going on. Somebody needs you over here. Something is happening over there. You got to go see about that down the block. So when you take the time to meditate, you are chewing and savoring your life. And, and the more we take the time to savor and really connect with our experiences, you know what? Our lives become so much more rich in ways that you and I could never imagine. For N, so M was meditate. N is going to be nurture. We've heard it said this thing about nature versus nurture. I know a lot of people who were raised on nature experiences. Um, you probably know some of them too. And you just want to ask folks sometimes, like, who raised you? Where did you get that line of thinking? Where does that come from? Why do you do? Why do you act? Why are you the way you are? Because it's always easy to to have those questions and just look at folks and think, mm, nature. So many of us have been natured and not nurtured. That nurturing is the thing that's going to cultivate care and growth and, and enrichment in our lives in a safe space. Um, think of nurture, excuse me, think of nurture as the incubator for your experiences. That as you and I are being nurtured, um, you know, how we're developing is very safe. I recently watched the last episode the season finale of um, station 19 and um, in this particular episode the doctor um, there was there was a uh, bombs being that were going off in this hospital and it was a research lab and this doctor um, who was disabled herself but she said I don't want my life's work to go in vain and, and she had this uh protective energy around her rodents, around her research, around her work, right? She had taken time to nurture her work, nurture her research, and she was willing to shelter it sometimes even at the risk of herself. So, you know, that's what nurturing is, that the more healed and the more whole you and I are becoming, we nurture and we know what doesn't enrich. We know what does not provide nourishment. Now, I just want to say, I don't have a green thumb, have never had a green thumb. Hopefully I will have one in the near future and I have the time to grow some food, but that ain't right now. I'm sure I will take the time to nurture, nurture my fruits and my vegetables and, you know, do everything that goes into making them be their best self. Um, that the more time I spend while they're in the ground, I'm sure that when they come out, come up out the ground and begin to grow and sprout and guess what? I'm gonna have a good harvest. There are all types of things that can nourish us. 
that's the same about our nurturing experiences that, you know, maybe at one time we didn't have the voice. We didn't have the agency. We didn't have the language to say, "Mm, this is not right. This doesn't feel good. I don't like this. We do now or we're learning it. And as we're learning these things, we're um, we're changing our view. We're changing our lens from one that goes from nature, which is very self-survival, do what you got to do, very dogmatic to one of nurture where you are practicing empathy and kindness and love and compassion and protecting your energy. Um, Oh, opportunities. We have to look for so many opportunities. Let me tell you, my good friend, my birthday twin gave me a face shield. So I have on my glasses today, I have on a mask and I put on the face shield. Can I tell you almost passed out? I don't think today was the day to do that. It was too much. I had I had too much. I literally had to what? Look around, get to a space where I was by myself. I could take off at least the mask, right? Take off the face shield and then sort of remove the mask so I could learn how to breathe again, right? That's how it is. All these things are coming at you and, and it's all important. It's all urgent. You're doing the best you can. And then there's not these opportunities for us to practice that. That's P. P is going to be practice for us to practice the things that we're learning. And so you have to look for opportunities. You have to look for the opportunities for healing. No one is going to come with the big banner that says today is your day for healing. Today is your day for breakthrough. Today is your day for transformation. Mm-mm. Nobody's going to give that to you. If anything, people are more likely and inclined to um, stop all of that. You won't even know it because they're very crafty <laughs> joy stillers. They're very crafty um, uh, punctuers of your healing. Yeah, they're very crafty at what they do. And so then you and I have to become crafty and wise and attentive to these things. Because if you don't care, guess what? They don't care. If you are not protective, they will not be protective. And before you know, you'll be back drained. You'll be back exhausted. And those things ultimately make us sick. We always want to go in the direction of life we always want to go in the direction of life and light because that is where God is and and so many of us have been in dark spaces for so long and existed on the margins of these spaces that you know what light is scary and I understand that it takes a minute to adjust your eyes and 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 adjust your vision and adjust your thinking so that you're able to see things in a much clearer and better way I have told you all that um, I'm always the person at my annual eye doctor's appointment and the doctor is like one or two. I'm like, yes, one. They're like, okay, let's try it again. Is it one or two? It's one. I'm I'm like, you know, you, yes, it's one. They're like, okay, let's try one more time. One, slowly change, two. Oh my, it's two. I knew you wanted to see better. Absolutely. That's why I keep coming to the eye doctor. Got to be able to see better and make sure that, any of the hereditary vision um, problems that 
um, I know or in my family that they don't get passed down to me because that's how our traumas are, right? Um, with their, it's intergenerational. It's very interconnected. But if we can pass, if we have received the inheritance of these things, of trauma, of abuse, of abandonment, of neglect, we can certainly begin to pass down nurture. We can pass down the opportunities for our healing. We can pass down um, a new awareness and new ways of being and presenting in the world. I know we can do it. P, I have two for P. P is going to be both a practice and pause. Pause, freeze. (laughs) Pause is the new freeze. If I hear one more per, it doesn't even matter because I know one more person is going to say it. Let me just state very clearly that I'm tired of the conversation about things going back to normal. I'm really not sure what going back means, so I don't entertain it because there is no going back. Um, That this pause the world has been on, as a matter of fact, I just had a conversation about this. Actually, I just preached about this. Um, So in the Bible, there's this word that shows up in the book of Psalms, the book of Psalms, and it's called Selah. Now, some people read the word Selah. It's usually to the far right of the the page or in the right-hand column. And it's usually a light... In light italics, says Selah. And some people read it when they're reading scripture. Some don't because some people will recognize that that's just what it is. It's a brief pause. And usually the the, the scripture where this Selah is placed is a transition. And the Psalms as the hymn book of Israel needs direction for the music for the for the music, whether it's the harpist, the 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 uh, the lyre players, that when people are reading and playing music, they need direction. Music takes pause and breaks all the time, right? Even animals. Everybody seems to know when it's time to pause and break. Everyone except humans. And constantly, God is beckoning us to a, a state of rest, which is holy. No one in this world could ever convince me that when God said in the Bible, when it says God rested, that that was not the best nap ever. And that's what God wants to give us is a season of rest. And and yet we don't know when to pause. When it's time to pause, we want to speed up as if we're missing something. What is that? I have my thoughts about it. I'm not going to share that. We're not going to talk about that right now. But this pause that sometimes you just need a pause. You need a just 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 a mental, just a shift. Just to slow everything down. And it's not for you to catch up, but it's just to breathe. You need that breath to restore that oxygen is good oxygen for our bodies is healing and therapeutic. It nurtures, it nurtures us. So this pause, we need it. It's required. 
put everything and everybody sometimes on pause. They run up to you asking you, just, just get your hand out and like pause just for a minute. Teach folks. That's what R is. Retrain. But we have to practice these things because naturally on our own is so counterintuitive to who we are and the rhythm and the rat race and what we've been doing that is going to feel very foreign and like you're, you know, you almost need permission. Maybe peace should be that too. practice, pause and give yourself permission. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Three P's and give yourself permission to do these things that you and I actually need to completely decompress from a lot of what it is we've been doing. Um, Governor Cuomo said that a few weeks ago, a few weeks back about practicing humanity. And that's sad. The man has to tell us we got to practice being who we naturally are. We weren't born as bears or skunks or beasts or no, we, we're humans. That humanity is a part of our, you know, we're a part of this, this class of people, humanity. And we have to practice that because we just don't know how to be kind and compassion and empathic. And in a, in a word, we don't know how to be nice. How sad. I told y'all the savages were in the stores. They had taken all of the baby wipes. No baby wipes. No baby wipes for the babies. We have to practice thinking about abundance and generosity and that there is enough. And when we don't remember that God is not in that, God is not in that, God is not in that. So we're going to um, practice and pause and give yourself permission to do all of these things. You're on the journey towards healing and wholeness for yourself. Q is quiet. nothing else to say about that quiet and finally R today is retrain retrain that we have to retrain not only our thinking our mindset our culture our individual personal culture and like yep we got to retrain our whole being for these things we also have to retrain the folks around us now let me tell you how retraining does not work that you don't need to go anywhere and make an announcement that I'm changed. I'm healing. I learned something and I mm -mm, don't do that. The people that you are trying to heal from, they're going to laugh at you. And I don't want that to happen to you. You've worked so hard to get to this point. So what I want you to do is just retrain, right? Practice the scenarios of how things have been. And what you would do differently. Try that, right? Um, I have this one scenario that I practice, that I have um, practiced in my head for a few months, right? Because it's going to be different. And I don't, I, I, it, the thing is about any cha changing, any changes or transformation, it's really about um, not so much the words that are coming out of our mouths as much as our behavior changing. And this pandemic behavior is disgusting. 
Um, and a lot of people are going to never heal. And that's fine for them. That is not your responsibility or your work to do. Each of us is responsible for our healing and our wholeness and our development and our growth. And I just want to commend you right, for doing what you can do that every little bit helps even the 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 parts that you think I should throw this away no 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 don't throw anything away don't throw anything away as you're working on yourself um it's all going to come together and it will all make you better retraining yeah go back and retrain those folks in the house mhm yeah retrain them folks at your job Yeah, yeah. But while you're retraining them, retrain yourself to receive healing. Retrain yourself to believe you're worthy of a new response. Retrain your own thinking to believe that as hard as you have worked where you've come from, these people don't even know a tidbit of your story that you deserve this. Absolutely. You, my friend, are worth it. That's our time for today. I'll be back to finish up S through Z um, later on this week. I am Onyx Stone. In the meantime, keep healing, keep thriving, and keep believing. Have a wonderful day.